what what what's different about me right now? Just like right now well, in general. General well, you thought. Got a, you got a nice setup in your bedroom right now. Yes. It's not even a bedroom anymore. It's now a, the content room. So it's the crazy. content room. Oh, yes. that's Yes. I'm taking it to the next level, dude. Okay. Okay. Is that what it is? It's one thing. I didn't think about that, but yes, it's one thing. I also need like... to shave. I look like a fucking hobo. Dude, I think it's a good look, man. It's especially in the lampshade video. That stash, you kind of look like you're ready to do like a '70s like seedless porn shoot. <laughs> Which that awesome. I look great in that, but we also sounded collectively phenomenal together uh, with that Kate, process. Kate and I listened to it when we were in Baltimore, and she was like, "Dude, that sounds incredible." I was like, "I know." <laughs> For anybody that's uh, listening or watching, we're basically Poeta did a video. We did a cover and an original of acoustic tracks. Um, and it sounds incredible, dude. Um, from Lampshade Studios, Connor and Chris, thank you, dude. Dude, it was so fucking comfortable in that atmosphere yeah, it, that they gave us. Dude, they made it so easy too. Like you just roll in there and didn't expect it to be in a house. I thought, like me and Dentita thought we were like gonna show up at like some warehouse or something like that. And ends up being their house, which gorgeous house, but uh, dude, that was such like a fun time. I wish we could have done three, but like, dude, we were in and out. I think we got those songs done in, like an hour and a half. Yeah, around split. that. I think we did. I think four takes on average for each song, just to get the you know, good, get, get the best version of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also. This is more for the listener who is not tuning into YouTube. I have this very crispy SM7B microphone that is a huge upgrade from what I was using prior to that with a fucking 9-volt battery in an AKG microphone. I forget the fuck what it's called. It's like below me, but I don't even feel like looking at it right now. Is but that, that was... um, Is that Phantom... Or not Phantom Power. Is that USB or is it XLR? For... The, the SM. Mic it, it's it's a regular mic cable. So XLR. Mm-hmm, correct. Nice. Yeah. So I I didn't expect it to sound this great. Um, I kind of like fucked with the settings a little bit, but I'm I'm super happy that I'm able to fucking grab something like this and sound a little bit more official when it's coming to the fucking listeners' ears. Because <laughs> like now you kind of look like you know what you're doing, which is super convenient. I don't. I still believe I don't know what I'm doing. With half the shit that I've been putting out Do there. Do any of us know what we're doing? No, we're just winging it. <laughs> that really is how it is. Dude, I was like scared, and then I got the cloud kicker for it too. Like, I got the whole setup. Like, it's fine, dude. So, <laughs> so on. So, in a sense, uh, we're gonna be pretty busy these next couple weeks. I'm talking to a bunch of guests um, to possibly get on for drinking segments and as well as uh, just regular podcasts in, in, in general. And I'm working on this content creation room. There's still a lot I have to do. Like you can kind of see a sneak preview behind me if you're on YouTube, but I mean, it's, it's not gonna look anything. I, I you know what? It's going to look a little bit more different from what it'll be, what I've been doing on my TikTok platform. So yeah. we'll see. I had this idea. I think it's going to work well. I think I just want it to be more appealing. And I'm like in the alternative emo fucking side of TikTok, so it's like I really need to actually, I don't know, just make it seem like it's like that instead of like me focusing a camera on my computer and shit. Like I should actually make it look a little bit more edgy. But who the fuck knows? I don't give Change a shit. Up. Why not? See what works. See what sticks. Yeah, I don't know. 
We'll see. But, so, so, basically, I didn't tell you what we were doing. So, we're going to listen to Underground Bench from some of the playlists that you and I have been curating. And uh, we're going to give the uh, time of day for our listeners to not only hear out what we're listening to on these bands, but to go follow these playlists and to also um, make sure that you kind of dissect these playlists because there's a lot of underground bands that we put in here that are just, dude, they should be, I wouldn't say mainstream, but they should definitely have more attention. Than they should be getting more than either a couple hundred or a couple thousand plays a month. Right. Oh, easily, easily. It's, cra- it's crazy when we come across some of those bands that have like, who have like less than a, like less than 500 monthly listeners and you're just like how is that even possible like we just dropped uh you weren't here for it but with what makes sense with rear window i personally believe that song is a banger it sounds like um the story so far mixed with the wonder years mixed with like neck deep state champs like it's great dude i don't know it it just it sounds so fucking catchy and i put that song on repeat and it's really hard for me to put songs on repeat so i was very very impressed and then we also had Seafloor Cinema, which is underground, but they're signed to Pure Organized now. And I had Midfield on, which they're a Philadelphia band, pop punk. So, yep. so we're going to start off with the next gen pop punk and kind of like go through and like dissect the biggest playlist that we have on here. But we can't play any of the bands that are signed because of copyright. So we're going to stick to the undergrounds for a bit. So we, we technically could play Magnolia Park. We technically can them. I think we could. All right, so let's dive into these. Uh, the first playlist, which is my personal favorite, because there's so many bands that like I take into consideration and put them on this playlist, which is the, which is the next gen pop punk. And honestly, kind of fucking hit hit the nail on the head with that name for the playlist because it's very, <laughs> it, it, dude, it's very explain. <laughs> it, it, it explains what the playlist is. Like you're you're gonna yeah, get a taste of that. what's to come for the future. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm going to start with my boy, Chad Tepper. Now, he yeah. will eventually come on the podcast, but this dude is now trending on TikTok for his sounds. He is, is the he? number one music sound. I think they said pop. He's the number one sound right now on TikTok. Really? Yep. Dude's oh, got shit. like, he's doing it all on his own. Like, no label, no marketing team. Like, the dude defines social media as, like, being very interactive. And he reached out to me. We became boys real quick. We scheduled a podcast. He got busy, which is totally understandable because the dude's blowing up. So, I want to try to go into probably, like, around the chorus of the song. I think this this is, like, the MGK vibe-ish. Yeah, it's definitely Um, that for sure, that vibe. All right, so this is Never Moving On by Chad Tepper.
So now all he needs to do is just get Travis Barker to feature on it like he's doing for everybody else. <laughs> he, dude, right? He sent, um, he took a picture of uh, Blink-182 Platinum Record, like, yeah. showcase. So I don't know where he's at, honestly. This was, this was like, weeks ago. I was like, oh, he's working someone with Blink-182. It could be Travis Barker. Honestly, that would make perfect sense to bring him into the collective group, which what Travis Barker is doing for pop punk. That's what he's doing. Like, dude, that's he's, like, I say that jokingly, but he, that's what he's doing right now. He's basically bringing it back to relevance. That's all. Yeah. Definitely MGK vibes though, for sure. Yeah. And that's the thing though. Like I've, I've seen a lot of artists on social media who um, have been like, uh, I want to say have been, like jumping on the trend, like jumping into like that sound and stuff. But Chad's been around for a minute, dude. So it's like nothing like his discography goes back to 2019, early 2020 and MGK is relevant in like later 2020. So like, I mean, it's just, you know, that's the sound that's really catchy and popular, but if you write it, you write it. And I think never moving on is like one of my favorites from him personally. Yeah. So I don't know, dude. I think he's got a lot going for him, but this dude, 360,000 fucking monthly listeners, and he's not signed. This is all self-doing, like... All by himself. Dude, not only that, like, he makes an effort to, like, reach out and be, like, he's very appreciative with, like, people who support him and shit, so... Yeah. And that's... It was really weird, like, when he when he hit you up the first time. I remember you, uh... You messaged me about it, and I was just like, who the hell's this guy? And then... I guess he has like ties to the Paul brothers and stuff. Like he did some vlog with them back in the day, right? Like early on. Yeah, he is boys with Peg, uh, Jake Paul still. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately. Take that. Take that for what you want, but music's good. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's fucking killer, man. Yeah. Like and he's doing it all himself too. Like, like granted, like he's he's kind of got experience with uh, obviously being in that industry and where the industry's going because they've capitalized on it, but. Dude, that sounds like it's just it's everywhere right now. I'm just very thankful that him and not only I'm gonna play, um, I'm gonna play Nathan James next with his recent single Cinderella, which is yep. around the same um, new punk, yep, pop punk sound. Um, but I was very thankful because they both reached out to me. But with what I'm doing on on TikTok, you know, I'm I'm expressing who I like, who I've discovered, I want to push that out there. It's really hard to, like, discover. Like, I had, I had no... Just because he has, like, 1.6 million followers on Instagram and, like, he actually has, like, a great following and shit. Dude, I had no idea who Chad was. No yeah. idea. <laughs> and he reached out to me, dude, and he's like, yo, I love what you do. I love discovering new music. Like, hey, man, like, you should check out my music. And I was like, dude, this is fucking sick. Like, of course I'm going to put you on playlists. Like, of course I'm going to yeah. talk. Like, so, you know... That's the power of social media where they can take um, that kind of opportunity and, like, you know, correlate with other, you know, influencers or people that are interested in music and just be like, dude, check out my music. And, like, it's that simple. All right, this is going to be this is going to be Cinderella by Jane, uh, yeah. by Nathan James. We're going to play this real quick. the hotel 
looking up my ID Fell out of my pocket on the 13th floor Back to the nightclub Homies getting kicked out Cocaine in the bathroom at Encore Party bus wildin' Pouring shots driving Ignoring all the sirens Going to the strip club yeah. Let me let me ask you something Does this dude fucking party? Because his <laughs> lyrics are about dude oh, yeah, Cocaine That's <laughs> Po uh, 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 fucking strip clubs, dude. Like, I'm about to fucking call this dude and be like, dude, like, you, you're horny as fuck. Like, well, tell me how you really I feel. I, that's what I thought. I'm like, damn, this guy, he goes hard. <laughs> he does, and but the chorus comes right in. There's like the intro, and then there's the chorus, which I, I, you know, that's the catchiest part of the song. I think he does it about three or four times in the song, but it's it's dude, undoubtedly his best song that he's released, and I'm, I love it. But man, like this is like he's he he kind of gives me that like like uh, dude, you can say anything in this music industry, so I don't give a fuck, and people are gonna show on you. But like he gives me that Motley Crue like sex, drugs, rock and roll party. Yeah, dude, you know what I mean? It's super true. Yeah, just definitely like new punk style. Yes, exactly. And like yeah. I mean, if for anybody that is not familiar with him, um, he uh, my ticket tickets to my downfall by MGK like that is his photographer nathan james yep. like that he took that picture of that album cover so it's like and he does a lot of stuff dude he just took he just did headshots with future recently like what the fuck he, like this dude's he's incredible in he's in it man yeah and he uh he wants to pursue music now which he so rightfully should because this is good this is really good yeah a lot like it's everything's got the underline just the blink 182 like the power chords that that like the like shit like that i was trying to play along to it just to figure out what it was but it's i'm sure it won't it, take you long there's something about it man like especially like the musicianship with it a lot of people talk shit on it because it's so it's so like rudimentary and it's easy but for whatever reason that's that's the stuff that sells man like you can be Steve Vai all you want and solo up and down the neck, but it's, that stuff's hard to listen to. But this stuff, man, you got like the the Mark Hoppus, like that that very like mid rangey that bass tone underneath of the power chords, and it's just like it just works, man. But dude, and like not even that, like we talked to Jared from Magnolia Park, and he said it, dude. Like, dude, I never played bass. I play all these other instruments, and I, you know, it's very simple music with what we do. But it's catchy, and I'm like, that—that's yeah. what it needs to be. It needs to be catchy. And you, you and I have done both of it. It's like it's more—it's more fun to play because, like, with that stuff, you're impressing maybe one or two people in the crowd if you're doing, unless you're like at a Polyphia show or something like that. Obviously, well, like, every, yeah. I mean, that's like a circle <laughs> jerk of fucking musicians like sharing riffs and fucking yeah, know, finger tap and fucking arpeggios and shit. Yeah, it's but like, it's so much better to. I would rather play. 30 i would rather play a whole night's worth of easy shit that i can go off into space and not even think about what i'm playing what but everybody's having a great time rather than like nutting off to myself and like <laughs> and playing like some ridiculous shit like it's cool but like it's people don't vibe out to that stuff you know who vibes out to it musicians that, that, exactly so you're impressing like a small proportion of the crowd or the listener base. So it's well, yeah, like, your demographic is a bunch of fucking nerds like us. You know what I mean? Like we get fucking rock hard on that shit. Like all, all of the fucking uh, like periphery fans, like pro progressive instrumental fans. Like now, now, granted, there are like definitely a handful of people who just like actually thoroughly enjoy the genre. Like Covet, Covet is 
a well-renowned progressive instrumental band that is really starting to become a mainstream act and dude honestly like i think not only do they have that fans of like the musicianship like between those people but like they also have like a collective group of people that just thoroughly enjoy their music because that's more laid back and intricate and intimate. it's a vibe man it's a it's a I, vibe honestly i listen to covet all the time when i'm driving like no you, no way really i love listening to Covet when really? i drive <laughs> i think technicolor was such a fucking like great release from them and um it's a shame that it had to be released like during the very beginning of the pandemic the very beginning because i think it like i don't know dude like when you release that kind of stuff and you have an idea of what you want to do with it like with um timelines and pr and all that stuff like you support on a tour you're a supporting act you do this but like the world was at standstill so like you know you release the album then what like they did yeah, a live right? stream which was incredible but it's like you can't tour on it you know but that's like what the shitty part about that was is like if you had like something lined up that was supposed to release i feel like everybody delayed it and nobody really knew how long it was gonna last so they were like well we should probably just release it now so we have something to ride right i guess that would be my that would be my thought like but no i agree no i agree it's just it's just it's just i mean they still made out well i mean like they did a really awesome live stream um hopefully they start touring soon um it's just we're trying to go back to some kind of normalcy um i'm trying to find another band on here that's not signed to any label which isn't much especially that's for the next year. which is good that's good that's good. Yeah, it's definitely good. No, it's good. Uh, I want to play Chief State, but I know they're signed, so it's like I can't do that. Uh, so is uh, Frozen Forever. You got, um, you got Andres on there? Uh, I do have them. I do have him on the Swancore playlist. So this is Welcome to Swancore, which is a okay. So anybody that's not familiar with Swancore, it's a genre that came from. Uh, the band Dance Gavin Dance, which again is another progressive uh, rock instrumental band, and they coined the term uh, Swancore when Will Swan, their guitar player, created Blue Swan Records, and it was a very distinct like type of style of music that people were inspired by. So they said, "Fuck it, we're just gonna call it this," and you know. <laughs> it's it still sounds super fucking cool. I know yep. I have a bunch of Andreas on here. Let's see. Let's <laughs> I think Andreas is like featured on like he's I think he's on three or four songs on this playlist in general because he features on a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like like Strawberry Girls for instance. Like he's on yeah. So he's on Crazy Multiverse. Let's play. Okay, this is his recent single. Shit could be worse. And he's on tour with uh, Strawberry Girls right now. Too, right so. now. Right yep. now. Right now. Right now. I don't know where they're going, but they're out there. They are so, out there. They're lurking. They're working. I love it for them. So we're about to listen to Shit Could Be Worse, the recent single yeah, from... I, I fuck it. First off, I love Andres. He's so cool. Him as a person is fantastic. Like, if you oh. want to, we, we drank beers with him on a podcast episode. Just Google Line My Podcast, Andreas. And dude, we had a good time. Dude, it the, the best part about that was like it was like fucking sun. Like he we started the conversation when the sun was out. By the time we were done, dude, the sun set. Yeah. In, in his area. 
Dude, he he was a blast to talk to. It was nice picking his brain too, just for like our own stuff. Yeah, because making it as an independent artist isn't fucking easy. Which is okay. So we, and independent artist, and it's literally just him. <laughs> DIY, DIY. Well, that's what Chad and Nathan are. Yeah, dude, they're they're all DIY, and these are very successful individuals. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with signing to a label, because a record label is basically a bank. Sorry, I'm drinking uh, Dogfish Head IPAs, but um, they're basically a bank. So they 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 forge you money to you know marketing and uh for you you know touring and merch if you want to like it just all depends on the deal and you know what i would think that's gonna happen probably in the near future especially with like what we're doing i would love to know these contracts publicly like kind of how nfl contracts are yeah i would love to i would love to get like that you don't think so like what would force somebody to like what would force a company to show you what their contract is it's not really forcing it's like all right so what are you trying to accomplish with a band that's with, with that much talent I, th- I feel like it should be public records you know what i'm saying it should be a public- oh no i don't think i'd be comfortable if like if i was not if i was a band and i and i did that i wouldn't i'd tell you exactly what we signed like poeta i'll tell you exactly what we signed with ci i mean if you ask me I, I i would tell you but it's just not like i wouldn't just want it out there for no reason you know I wouldn't think it'd be out there for no reason. I think it's just like, all right, so what do we expect from this band with this label for how many years? Like, perfect example, there's a metalcore band called Devil Wears Prada. They were signed to Rise Records, which I still think they are still signed to Rise Records. And, dude, they, they you have a certain amount of albums or EPs or singles. Like, I just, I don't know. You just want to... It's just curiosity. Like it's not a big deal. I don't think it's anything. I don't like... think the label would want that either. Because let's say like a band gets like they pop off, mm-hmm. and what they sign the deal for is nothing. What they're worth, like let's say that they're making like a fraction of what they should be entitled to based off like the success that they're having, and like their fan base completely just like revolts against the label, and they're like, "You guys are fucking pricks," because you don't want to pay these guys. Okay, so what's the difference between a sports athlete that reconstructs their fucking contract due to the out the, the performance that they put out through the season, whether they win a championship or go to a Super Bowl or a championship game? Well, what's the difference? One, they put their body on the line for one, so they could get hurt tomorrow. Okay, but they also but but these people do this for a full time living gig, so I don't understand the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that they put their body on the line and stuff, but it's like, what, like, why, why, like, so, like, let's say, you know, C4 Cinema, perfect example. They just signed a pure noise. They blow up, which they're on the verge of blowing up, but they blow up probably, like, within the next year or two because they have projected numbers, but they, 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 they surpass that. They continue to grow. And it's like, it's like double or triple the size or whatever. Um, like why can't the public know that and they and and they'll be able to reconstruct their contract for... but you kind of already do you got like you got you got record sales and stuff like that right exactly but like contracts in general with the with the record labels like like i feel uh, like I, I feel like i feel like that would actually be more of a beneficial thing for the band and artists in general because if someone of a higher knowledge sees that contract like look at victory records and what the shit show they had to fucking go through with they don't remember all those bands like imagine if like 
we knew what that contract was specifically with the day remember people probably would have fucking been able to give them advice or just like be like oh dude you gotta leave that or like i don't know like i feel like there would be more of an opportunity to like talk about the the negatives or pros with that like oh just do this and do one more i don't know i don't know i don't I think know it's, i think it's complicated i just don't think it's complicated like, you don't I'm think not, it's complicated? <laughs> no, I have no problem expressing what my record contract was. Dude, it's literally yeah, right at my feet. It's literally you, right though. at my feet. I'm I, trying to I, think how everybody else would kind of think about it. Like, again, well, the music industry is not one entity. You know what I mean? It's not like a fucking fraternity like the NFL or fucking, you know, MLB or NHL where all that stuff is public. But because it's under one conglomerate, like it's under one fucking corporation. You know what I mean? So, which they're actually all nonprofits, all those fucking sports leagues. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, I know. What do I? What am I spiraling into? Why can't we just listen to yeah, music? Don't, I don't even want to talk about that. Because <laughs> you think I'm wrong. No, they are nonprofits. Oh, I know. Again, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> that, that's a boring conversation. Yeah, we don't want to bore our listeners. All right, so let's go back to make or not bore. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So <laughs> I do. All I'm saying is, I think, I think. <laughs> I, you know, is I this do. gonna make? Is this gonna make the episode? I don't think this is gonna make the episode. Why not? I don't know. I would like it to. Why not? I'll listen back to it and see how good the conversation is. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So what? All right. So as a listener and a viewer, what are your thoughts on knowing the contracts between an artist and a label? Let me know in the comments. Pretty much, should 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 contracts be what at, almost the same as what not the visibility should be the same as what modern day athletes have? Well, yeah, should should record contracts for the music industry be public? That's all. I think we you should make a poll about that. I'm going to. That'd be a cool. Yeah, that would be a cool poll. Imagine, but here's the thing: imagine if like a lot of these artists like agree, like. Like what? What are, you, what, yeah. are you, what are you? What are you losing? You're losing like, I think. I think the the the, the cons of that is those negative sour pusses who are like, dude, you don't have to cancel the fucking tour. Like you make so much money, you don't have to fucking act like you're poor. Like that. That's 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 the con of everything. Like ignorant people being like, oh, you have plenty of money. Blah blah blah. Like I think that's like, but that also comes with like the athletes as well too. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, for sure. It could go both ways, but we'll have to figure it out. We'll have like to make to a poll. A, I would like to see what a poll says about it. That'd be interesting. I don't have a big enough Twitter following to do that, so maybe I'll do it on TikTok. Do that, yeah. Well, just do it on Instagram too. You can do it that way. Yeah. Fucking what makes sense was like, oh, Spotify should hire George. I was like, I guarantee you I'll find like five ways or multiple ways to pay these artists on this fucking platform, <laughs> and then they'll fire me day one. Fuck that shit. There's no way they'd hire me. Yeah. Anyways, this is <laughs> this is. Yeah, we're gonna play Andreas, so let's do. All that. right, so Andreas is. We're about to play. Shit could be worse by Andreas, and uh, it is on currently on the Welcome to Swan Court playlist. I need a downer just to feel love. I need a memory to feel love. I need you shoving me into your walls so I can feel bright and home. Myself and I still care that you started dating other men in fact 
my insecurities, maybe more is gone. I used to be more optimistic in my ways. Advice my younger self would say. perfect example of being of someone that's completely diverse with their music because his entire discography is all over the place the dude just does and records and plays like what he loves to do you know what i mean so yeah he's great man i, I love him i think he's awesome oh, i would love to see them live i don't know if i'm gonna be able to take off work to do that because oh i just told you off air like fucking uh four weeks minimum yeah enjoy that yeah but i'm making money <laughs> So I'm going to also put into the podcast into content creation. So. That's all that matters. Hey, listen, hey, if you listen. guys want me to do this full time, uh, support, subscribe, like, comment. Venmo. Uh, <laughs> fucking PayPal. Donate to help us build this fucking podcast because, dude, like we already we, – we, we know what we want to do. We're just saving the money to do it. Like I have yeah. this expensive microphone. There's going to be more expensive equipment coming through soon. And I mean soon, but I mean like by the next two months, 100%. Oh my god, dude! What, am I boring you? I'm sorry, dude. No, I'm just like I'm like relaxed. Ah, that's good. Feels good, yeah. That's good. So again, another person who is independent. Um, eighty-seven thousand monthly listeners, dude, incredible, incredible. I love party nights with Strawberry Girls. It's, I don't know Strawberry Girls. Uh, like when you said, like I don't think people realize how like DIY he is. Like he does the merch. He does his social media. He does his fuck. He pl- he's his own tour manager. He literally does everything himself. Everything. In comparison to like a lot of guys that are DIY that, you know, they do do the DIY thing, but he takes it literally to a different degree because of how much he like how much success he's had. And the interesting thing between him and I, when we had that conversation is like, like he takes DIY as in like, he's not signed to a label. Like he's yeah. not, he's, he's not, he doesn't have a team behind him. He's solo. Yeah. So I look at DIY as in like, you're doing everything. You're doing your album art. You're doing this. You're doing your lyric videos. You're doing that. So, I mean, that's a completely different definition from what he's been doing, but, but I mean, or how he defines it, but he's technically still right because he's investing it all himself. 
He's doing everything musically. He's paying for it. He's hiring people. He's just not that. He doesn't have a label investing money in it. Like, you know, so. But dude's incredible. Still putting out fucking banging music like, all the time. Like, yeah, catch them on tour too. They're they're down south right now. I think they were in Texas today, which today's the 23rd of August. So mm-hmm. not sure where they're at right now, but. Yeah, between him and Strawberry Girls. Well, Strawberry Girls, I don't think they have a label, but they are definitely signed to Ben's label. If not, Ben has like his own. Yeah, he's uh, got a couple things on there. All right, let me. I'm just gonna search Strawberry Girls real quick on this, and then. All right, let's Strawberry. See. Strawberry Girls. Strawberry. Let's see what this album says. Uh, Tragic Hero. I can't play that. That's actually a label. <laughs> yeah, what's Ben's label? I forget. Um, yeah, this is just Strawberry Girls right now. Um, his label is. Dude, I can't actually remember. Let me. I'll look that up. I forget what it's fucking called. All right. So while you look that up, I'm gonna play Strawberry Girls. Um, who Andreas is on tour with? They're a progressive instrumental band. This song's called Catfight. And if you like the Dance Gavin Dance sound, Zachary Garen used to be a part of Dance Gavin Dance like way back in the day. So mm. we're gonna take a listen to them real quick. And again, more DIY, more independent, more bands that are very, you know, uh, successful through their own entities, and it's fantastic to see. Fucking god, dude! <laughs> they go too hard, man. Like every song, man. God, well, that's why I asked Ben. I was like, dude, do you have like some kind of fucking personal problem with your snare drum, dude? <laughs> yeah, that was the first question you asked him. He was like, huh? You're like, dude, beat dude, but shit. he laughed though because he knows he's a fucking aggressive fucking drummer. He's like, yeah, dude, he's like, I beat the shit out of that thing. Like, dude, he really. <laughs> oh, I said, do you have beef with your fucking snare drum? I think that's what I asked him was fucking hilarious dude he was like and he just had this big grin on his face like yeah dude fucking he's like the amount of times i've bled on that fucking drum like because <laughs> when he hits those rim shots dude and he gets that pop 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 like it just like i'm sure his knuckles hit it every once in a while he has to 
it's impossible to like not do that. But yeah, so Andreas like is like good friends with them. They're on tour right now. And you said they're signed to what or um what label are they signed to? While you were looking that up, it's, ben, it's Ben's label. It's uh, Spirit Vision. Spirit Vision. Yeah, I know he has a couple other bands on there, um, which is basically like Blue Swan Records with Will Swan. So. Um, like I said, Dance Gavin Dance is, well, they're signed to Rise Records. Blue Swan is Will Swan's label, and he has, like, a plethora of fucking artists that are signed to that, which is where the term Swancore came from. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, um, very progressive, very high octave range vocals, screams. They did an awesome Audio Tree live session, too. Oh, dude, the Strawberry Girls audio tree session was fucking phenomenal. Like, that yeah. was easily easily one of the best audio tree videos that I've seen. Next to, um, who also was a personal favorite of mine that came through there? I can't remember. There's not a lot of, like, audio tree videos that I watch because most of it's, like, very, very, like, folk indie. Like, although I do enjoy that genre, it's just not what I'm currently into at the moment, so... I go in waves with it. It's good. Oh, I wish I could play new Seafloor Cinema, but there's something, <laughs> so. Can't do that. God Can't forbid. Can't do that. God How forbid. How have success? God forbid we get a fucking strike on YouTube. I saw I saw our recent monthly, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. Like our spreadsheet of shit from YouTube. And they were like, oh, yeah, you don't have any strikes. I'm like, good. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did we do to get we don't do anything to earn strikes i mean we curse a lot but yeah. it ain't that bad all right so and if we if you want to like so going all for over all of our playlists um i think we have we'll see two four six eight ten twelve fourteen playlists so far nothing crazy and uh the big ones are the swan core metal core the scene covers that's the biggest one I didn't expect that to be such a fucking big hit, dude. When I made, I forget, yeah. I I made a I made a TikTok. It didn't do as big as like what my normal TikToks do, but people swarmed to that playlist immediately. I know, it was so <laughs> weird. Like literally, like so quick. In twenty four hours, there was like five thousand people that liked the fucking playlist, and I was like, okay, like I thought there were playlists out there like that. I guess not. I think that's why it was a thing. So. And then you have Instrumental Essentials, which is basically, technically, Strawberry Girls and Covenant and them are on that playlist as well. So I kind of like, yeah. I, I try to like intertwine everything together. But back to the next gen pop punk, uh, that um, has a lot of underground artists. I think uh, this is definitely the, the most submitted music to us for underground music, as well as the post hardcore. Um but there's but all those bands that like submit through post hardcore are also signed and yeah like i would love to play until i wake which is i i put them in a couple tiktoks but like they just got signed to fearless and now fearless owns that music so technically i can't play that so that's why i asked jared from magnolia like basically what happens is labels they can kind of kind of come up with any kind of contract they want and uh they can take your old music if they want it uh, it just depends if you're willing to do it or reconstruct the contract. So, um, and in that sense, until I wake, um, they, the singles that they came out with, they are owned now by Fearless Records. So we cannot play that, unfortunately. But 
Still great music. Just go to my TikTok. Just, follow just go me check it out. Yeah. God, stop being lazy. I'll just go check out the damn playlist. Oh, don't don't even don't even get me started. Because <laughs> I love I love like preaching underground bands on TikTok and stuff. And when people don't engage, it's like I'm not mad. The fact that like oh my video's not doing well. It's just like listen to these fucking bands, dude. They're so. They're they're so well roundedly talented and they deserve to be heard. Like engage on purpose. We talked about this. Yep. Me and Je- ever since like Jesse and I started fucking talking and shit. Like anytime he comes on my before you page, boom, I'm engaging. He's yes, doing the same yeah. thing. Boom, he's engaging. Sure. It it just it benefits everybody to do it that way. Just do it, dude. Just do it. Here's a band. Oh, they're starting to. See- oh. <laughs> I can't play it which- because they're signed to uh, CI Records, which is our label. Which one and, is it? Um, it's called Center Falls nine six two one. It's so good, dude. Uh, they're not a band anymore, though. I was gonna play them real quick, but they're not a band anymore. So, um, let's see. They they broke up. I don't for I I I don't know the reason. I really don't. But they deserved a lot more attention than what they got, and I I, I wish they they went really far. Um, is Dead Bunny signed? Jesse just sent me this band. I actually like them a lot. And just add them to the playlist. So if we go to this album, it should say, nope, they have no label. <laughs> so the song that I added that Jesse Lee sent me is called Not Sorry. And we're going to play that right now. I uh, shit, so. Another, and then we're going to go to Fluorescence next. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be Not Sorry by Dead Bundy. And uh, this is what on the next gen pop name. punk. <laughs> Wait, what? Dead Bundy? Dead Bundy. Dude, that's awesome. I know, like Ted Bundy. I love it. Yeah, that's a great name. Ah, oh, dude, they're so sick. So, Dead Bundy, not sorry. Uh, next gen pop punk playlist. I'm a mess and never sober. You're a goddamn roller coaster. So again, more new punk. Yeah, I was about to say it has the same vibe. Yeah, it's the same vibe. It works though, man. It, it catch. It's so catchy. It is. That's a God. thing. And now that MGK is on the radio, and it blows my mind that like, um, even Kellen Quinn when he features on the songs, he's also on the radio. But they don't they don't take Kellen Quinn's like really high octaves. They leave that out on the radio. I'm like, <laughs> how is this not normalized? It's so good, dude. Yeah. It's so good. Radio is weird. I guess they are. I mean, you hear them on, like, you hear Kellen featuring on it, and it says it, like, when it comes up in my car on my fucking touchscreen, it's like, MGK, the song featuring Kellen Quinn, and I'm like, okay, but they, like, cut out Kellen's best parts of that song, so. Yeah, that's really weird. I don't know. I guess people just don't really get into it. I don't know. That's still, that's so strange though. It's confu- it, to me it's confusing, um, because I think that's like 
kind of the best part of the song, honestly. It's definitely not a bad part, George. <laughs> no, you are not <laughs> wrong, my friend. Um, also, I want to—I want you to hit this band real quick with Pink Shift, dude. They are doing something different. They have such an edge to this fucking sound, and I think that it's like somewhat grunge to what they're playing. That's that's that's, that's ballsy. But I know, I know it's ballsy because I can get a lot of shit for that. But dude, they. <laughs> They they're they're very edgy and they have like a grunge like um, I want to say influence to them. But my favorite song by them is easily their top song, which has two million fucking streams. My Man. God, what happened? They just oh, blew fuck. up. <laughs> they just blew What's up. That's how good they are, dude. What's it called? All lowercase. I'm gonna tell my therapist on you. <laughs> so here we go. I'm gonna tell my therapist on you by Pink Shift. fucking kick ass that's different that's definitely different yep i i think i think i take grunge as the like the word from it from like the vocals in a sense mostly yeah kind of it's it's very slight i don't know i know what you're saying you're not saying it's grunge but it's not grunge it is not grunge no but i can i get what you're saying it's extremely edgy it's like it's like really good fucking to the core punk and they just throw an edge to it it's it's very distinct it's very different mm-hmm, for sure yeah. yeah yeah they're great i love them i just like saw them on twitter one day somebody retweeted something i was like holy shit they're fucking sick like they really know what they're doing like like they already it's like it's like that band discovered their sound very early on <laughs> which bands c- can't do yeah right off the bat um let's see why well, am i on google right now okay so <laughs> just fucking went to google um so we'll probably play uh, like a few more on here try to like get the vibe of these playlists and um to you to basically explore any underground artist that will probably become your next favorite honestly and then you can also have the bragging rights of being like, oh, I knew them before they fucking blew up. Dude, that's what it's all about, man. That's, dude, it's having that fucking privilege of being like, I knew them. I knew that's them. what it's all about. You just want the bragging rights. <laughs> then you go to a local show, then you meet them, then you become best friends. And then, you, then you're best friends with them when they're fucking huge. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Um, I do like this band called Brooklyn. Um, I would play What Makes Sense, which I really want to, but I've played them 
on the left. People know who they are now on this channel. <laughs> so on for a little while now. Basically, just fucking listen to what makes sense. I will fucking put a you know an alarm. It's the hell he's gonna die on. The what? That's the hill you're gonna die on. I will die on that hill for that band. I swear to God, they know it too. I ain't fucking around. Um, let's do this one. Let's do let's do down so bad by Midfield. Um, they recently went to Alan Day from Four Year Strong. Um, Philly band. Philly band. Uh, obviously they got a leg up. They're already elite. So. Yeah, they also have some grit to them. Um, you know, I mean, look at these boys. They're fucking badasses they were also on the podcast recently <laughs> look at these boys look at these boys dude and I'm, by boys i mean boi dude like <laughs> so they did a single which with three songs which is the max you can do for a single called bruised but not beaten and my favorite by them is down so bad because it's like this really sick fucking uh breakdown towards the end which i kind of want to like focus on that but um we're gonna take a dive into that Midfield's bruised but not being that we're going to play down so bad. midfield bro thick <laughs> thick fucking dicks dude it's great <laughs> thick dicks midfield quote by my podcast midfield's got thick dicks four <laughs> like I, I i can't dude and you know what like i i applaud them from the song that i found with them smackdown uh yeah, yeah. smackdown of the century dude like i was like oh they have potential like there's definitely something there because the quality's so good and uh dude like oh. so dude, underrated that, that was a good what was that song it was this is uh, called down so bad down so bad yeah that was good dude yeah dude they're they're very underrated um very underrated like I, these philly bands man philly bands are the best i think tyler also did this album artwork because tyler is um designing tattoos and stuff i think he's becoming a tattoo artist i think he's an apprentice now but let me look this up i gotta see that bro he's fucking he's fucking killing it dude but it's a per, it's it's a pure example of when you're an underground band um that you need to invest in your quality of, of your of your recording studio the the album artwork the content like it just needs to be consistent it needs to be 
socially interactive uh, message. Like you need an all-around factor, and like midfield's doing it. Um, yep. They will eventually, as long as like members don't leave and the band doesn't break up. Um, I think they're pretty much set for a bright future. Just like uh, what makes sense. And their single that came out with Rear Window. Ah, uh, George, like, we could have went to go see him. They just played. I know. I think I was working. On Saturday. What the fuck are we doing, dude? Jesus. I was working, dude. Come on, man. Stop being, like, responsible. Stop fucking working for the man and just, like, be homeless. Okay, sure. I'll do that. It's, it's yeah. worth it. I, I mean, mentally, it kind of is because I'm fucking... It's not that I hate my job. It's just, like, I would love to do this full time and I'm fucking tired. But, so, what makes sense has been around since 2019. They've had mm, six singles, which is pretty incredible. For where they've done, where they've come for their sound recently, and if, and I told him I was like, dude, if Rear Window is going to be the sound that you have moving forward, you guys are fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Don't you worry about Pretty Little Thing. Um, we're gonna play two more. Um, this band's called Peachy. Now I wouldn't consider them fucking pop punk. I don't know what they are, dude. They're like, did you ever listen to the band I Set My Friends on Fire? Say what? Did you ever listen to the band I Set My Friends on Fire? No. It was like early emo, fucking like screamo, like just weird synth sounds. And this dude's like <laughs> going like, <laughs> like that's, that's what it basically is. It was just weird. <laughs> it was just, I mean, like we, I loved it when I was a kid, but it's just, they kind of give me those vibes. Plus like she has a great voice, like singing, uh, like, or vocally when she sings and yeah. shit, like she has great to it. So... And they're super underrated too, in my opinion. But I put them on the playlist. Mr. Gloom is my favorite out of all of them. I think she talks I think about. I think, I think I listened to that a while ago. Hmm. I don't remember though. Interesting. So we're gonna play uh, Mr. Gloom right now by Peachy. Um. Just listen. Just listen to the song. And then all right, you, you don't have to yell at everybody. Ah, uh, sorry. I don't need to yell at everybody. Just it's so like you get so amped up. Okay, here we go with Mr. Gloom by PG. Where did you go? The friend I used to know. I like that a lot. That chorus hits really hard. I think that's that what sucked like, me into it. Yeah, that... Yeah. Where are they from? Good question. I have no clue, but I'll Google that real quick. Dude, I can Google it too. You're not special. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they're from Florida. Let's take a guess. I'm going to guess that they're from... They're I'm going to guess that they're from... Washington. Washington State or Capital? Yeah. State. Washington State. Okay. Uh, I have the about section up, but they're not. 
giving me information. Oh, they're selling booty shorts. Let's go, dude. I could definitely fit in a def- <laughs> in an XL, without a doubt, dude. Damn it! Where the fuck are they from? National I'm pretty sure they're from Florida, Tennessee. Really? Well, oh, we were both wrong. Wow, good for them. I definitely found them on TikTok. I found the vocalist on TikTok, like her personal profile. Yeah. And then, like, she had her song in the background. It was basically the chorus. I was like, oop, I like this. I want to check it out. And then uh, <laughs> here we are listening to it on the podcast. But yeah, yeah, I think they're solid. I think there's 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 plenty of potential for this band. Um, I don't know what they're doing actively with social media, but I think they have, like, a, a, a good path ahead of them if they continue to do what they're doing. Hell yeah. Oh, they have a song called Fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably great. Well, I, I want to hear this song. I want to hear this song because I guarantee you, like, it just makes so much sense. Okay, here we go. This is Fuckboy by Peachy. Did she did she just mention gaslighting in those lyrics with the gas with the know, filling up the gas can? Bass riff was feeling it, man. That you like that bass riff? That's what you're vibing God. off of. I was vibing off the lyrics, dude, because like I hate how fuckboys fucking slut shame, yet like they're also fucking scumbags for doing their thing. So kudos to them for fucking putting that shit out there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I I heard something about filling up the gas can. I was like, oh, is it one of those fucking dudes? Is like. Oh hey, I know you took I took you out and stuff, but can you Venmo me like five dollars so I can fucking get <laughs> so I can put this in my gas can because I picked you up? Like fuck you, dude! Like grow up, get a job, you fucking pussy. Good job, get a job, you fuck boy. I love that shit, dude. Like I normalize that shit every day. It's fucking garbage, dude. It's hot garbage that uh, that some of those dudes are out there. So, but I thought I heard gasoline in those lyrics, so I don't know. Well, well. I'll have to hit her up. They came in hot, dude. They came, they came firing immediately, bro. Don't hit, don't break the mic. You literally just bought it. I have insurance. It's okay. Oh, look at you, fancy pants. No, I'm just tired. I have a job. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded so sad. (laughs) This is the fucking truth, dude. I'm fucking tired. I have a job. I don't hate my job. 
but I would rather do this full time. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's do one more. Let's do one more, and then we'll call it a night. Um, you need to get to bed, dude. You had a big day today. I had a dude drinking beers and listening to music with you. Huge day, bro. Huge, huge day. Huge day. Huge. Let's let's get away from fucking next gen. Let's go to a different playlist that we have. I like um, it. Let's do something from either modern metalcore or we'll do it from post hardcore because it has clean vocals in it. But again, all of these bands are that we're playing right now are unsigned DIY and they're killing it. Siamese, yes. Yes. No, they're signed. I can't. No. 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 Oh, God damn it. Oh, we can do Conquer Divide. They're not signed. Yeah, let's do Conquer Divide. So we had Conquer Divide on how long ago? Like 10 episodes ago? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It was like right like in springtime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, mm-hmm. what are you going to put? Are you going to put their new single on? Yeah, the new single, Messy, which is a um, so it's good, a re-release. Man. It's a re-release with yeah. Kellen Quinn. Um so- but you know what's so crazy so we had them on the podcast and they talked about a feature artist and i never said anything to them or to you but in my head i was like it would make sense to be kellen because her or um him and kia are in the same range like it yeah. it, it kind of makes sense like because i don't know who else they would fucking feature and let it be known there he is <laughs> there he is on the fucking song and shit and dude it sounds really good um and do they sing at the same time, like towards the end, where the the um, chord progression changes? Oh my god, the key changes! Oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. I, I I was I was psyched for Kia. So I think Kia is younger than I think Kia is around our age, and Kellen's a little bit older than us. Yeah. So Kia was like that like scene chick, like in our in our era, and like loved sleeping with sirens and shit. And now the dude's fucking featuring on their song. I know. So yeah. Worlds collide, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Full circle. It's just like whoa. <sighs> yeah. No, I'm stoked for them, and uh, I I can't wait to see them live. Those are some fucking bad girls, dude. They're all like great musicians, too. F- dude, that is like they're honestly like one of my favorite metalcore bands right now, yeah, or post hardcore awesome. bands, whatever. Like they're doing their own thing, but they're just they they've been incredible for so long. It's just now they're releasing music oh, it's so good i can't yeah. i don't know dude there's something different about them i think they'll definitely hit the mainstream one of these days um so, i think they're really close they're very close like they're they're about to break through that glass ceiling and just yeah. fucking fly um but if you're a fan of that scene phase um they've been a band for around since i think around like 2012 uh if i go back to their discography um 2016 my apologies so add four oh, years to that geez. so close around it's it's metalcore years and stuff so whatever but uh this song's called messy it's one of their it's their recent single yeah. that they uh put out and uh kellen quinn features it on it so you're gonna trust me you're gonna like the song for sure
<laughs> it's so stupid. Like it's so fucking good, dude. Like the, the so when Kia goes high, Kellen goes low. It's just like the perfect collaboration. Yep. I can't. I can't. I can't get over it, dude. I can't. They're so close. They're badass too. I wouldn't fuck with them, dude. Like. <laughs> like honestly like i guarantee you izzy would beat the shit out of me their guitar player like <laughs> probably dude in a brawl like i just think they're badass chicks they write great music fucking like and they're 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 about it dude like i i could only imagine what the album's gonna sound like and if it's gonna if it if it's like spirit box how it's very diverse with their sound uh mm-hmm. again i'm fucking ready for it um because this is again another DIY band that is self-investing. They all have full-time jobs. Yep. They're all putting money into it. It's incredible. Super incredible. But they're going to the studio soon. So this album could probably be out by maybe the earliest of fucking early 2022. Maybe. Maybe. They haven't released a, an album what since 16? The album was 16 and then they did their singles. Like recently, yeah, they, when we had them yeah. on with Chemicals, Bad Guy, and then Messy. Oh, that Bad Guy cover was dope. <laughs> yeah, that's when like I um, it came on YouTube recommended, and I was like, wait, I was like, they're making new music, because the cover like kind of got attention, and I was like, recommended oh, for yeah. you. Is that breakdown at the end? Breakdown stupid. <laughs> the breakdown's stupid. It's so stupid. It's so fucking it's so good, stupid. dude. Like. Damn. I can see myself like fucking doing a uh, a windmill fucking kick or <laughs> or bell. Yeah, imagine listening to that stuff at a live show. I would love to see them live. Um, because I guarantee you, this is gonna be a band that performs just as well live as they have their studio album. Like it's probably just as good, or if oh, not yeah. better, for sure. Which is rare in those kind of bands. So, um. But yeah, so these uh, these playlists are still open, open, and you have all of the free range to check them out. Uh, it is if you, it's only exclusively on Spotify, and the only reason why we do that is because, in my personal opinion, I think um, the numbers help the artists, especially the underground. So oh yeah, I just try to keep it exclusive. That's all, no biggie. And always, you know, don't forget to check out Poeta too. They're really good. Who? That band Poeta. I don't know who you're talking about. They're a really good band. You should check them out sometime. Sounds like a fucking scam to me. What is Poeta? <laughs> it sounds like a scam. What is what is Poeta? What is Poeta? What, what is the Poeta? Mean? What does it mean, bro? Dude, I don't even You know, somebody had a playlist on their profile and you can actually have like podcast episodes i gotta do that I, I i haven't figured it out yet but i'm gonna do that soon smooth move bro yeah dude we have a podcast you know what playlist on your tiktok account you fucking dude, dude. what an amateur what an amateur he doesn't know what he's fucking doing dude grow up dude go water your plant back there <laughs> oh my snake plant yeah your snake plant oh dude i only i only get fucking cacti so i can neglect them they can thrive so didn't that go viral on reddit a little bit yeah, fucking. Uh, I think I posted it to like house plants, and it got a lot of attention because that's a warped drum. It's a warped. Hold on, can I move out of the way? It's a warped. <laughs> George, I can hear you. <laughs> it's a warped floor tom. Um, from an old 
from an old uh, custom drum company that I had a kit for. And I said, like, you know what? I won't sell this with the rest of the kit. Um, I'll just turn it into a fucking pot for uh, uh, a plant of some sort. And I, I chose Snake. What? How many upvotes did you... Dude! <laughs> How many upvotes did you get? Do you do you want me to look it up? Yeah, dude, shit. Oh my god. You literally just looked at me for like five seconds, huh? Because <laughs> I didn't know what you said. <laughs> uh, clearly, but you get asked you get asked what a lot quicker than that. Well, I thought you were gonna say it again. We're I mean, I thought we were professionals here. Like, I thought you were gonna be like me staring well, dude, at the Dude, I you were lagging again because of your freaking snail internet connection right now. <laughs> You got like caveman AOL over there. Uh, be hungry. Me need <laughs> Wi-Fi. Uh. Dude, where? I just dropped the. I just dropped something on the floor and I can't find it. I know I'm gonna Did you? Did you that. hear it drop? And then you were like, "Oh shit, something must have fell." It was in my hand and I dropped it. I have a picture of the Lombardi Trophy from when Dude, I went not to. That's not what we're talking about, George. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying, bro, because the Philadelphia Eagles, go birds. Go birds. Go birds. 2.3K uploads or upvotes. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Yeah. Houseplants. Subreddit or, uh, yeah, subreddit houseplants. Turn a wolf drum into a comfortable home. It's not impressive anymore. It looks great in this picture. It's grown a lot since then. My God. Hey, you want to see it? <laughs> that is a good picture. Well, I'm trying to focus it on the fucking... See the camera. What I'm saying is, like, it's a lot taller. <laughs> like, it's touching the TV, dude. Like, that's how fucking tall it is. <laughs> how long can that live for? Ever. That's not true. Yes, it is. What do you mean? Dude, stop. It can't. Yes, it can. The plant can't live forever. Bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Why do we find these fucking, like, massive fucking, <laughs> like, thousand-year-old trees that we don't fucking touch because... That's not forever, dude. <laughs> it, it could be forever if we don't fuck it up. <laughs> dude, I need to go to bed. <laughs> What are you doing with your life? I don't know. What are you... Oh, that sounded depressing. I don't know. Yes, you do. We're not going to talk I... about it on air, but you know. I don't. You're killing it, dude. I'm proud of you. I'm just here. Me too. Fuck, <laughs> dude. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. So, in a sense, I drank, I think... Three beers, two of them were IPAs, so they were a little fucking high on the alcohol content. But um, we basically just want you to discover new music. Um, we're trying our best to update these 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 playlists every month, which we are. Um, and uh, we, you know, you can find that exclusively on Spotify at the Lamb by Podcast. Um, we just we just we really want to support mostly the underground scene for this whole situation. Uh, considering there's a fucking playlist called The Underground uh, with my uh, friends from Phantoms. Whew. I mean, they're, I already listened to their new music. It's going to be fucking sick when they release it. But, you know, the idea is to help you discover some more music for your listening pleasure. 
and uh, you're not going to be disappointed for sure. But um, I can't wait. I can't wait for new music to come out. Just go check out the stuffs. Just check out the stuffs. Do do your due diligence. Because some of these underground bands are going to be fucking diamonds in the rough. I swear to God. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna come back, like, oh, I remember, I remember when fucking George and Zach were talking about on the podcast, and they were right. They were doing me a solid, and I messed it up. Oh, I God. messed it up. I could have had. I could have had so much street cred with my my homies. I <laughs> right at the local scene bar, the dive bar. But thank you for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. We have a lot of sick guests coming up. Um, Zach doesn't even know. But I'm going to tell you <laughs> I don't. So I, no, you don't know. So um, I'm going to tell you as soon as I stop this recording. But um, we're we're going to be doing a lot of cool things within the next couple of months. So if you don't see too much from us, it's because I'm working full time, which is like more than 80 hours this in a couple of weeks. And uh, we're going to be doing something in person. Watch this. Bet. <laughs>